everyone, welcome. We are back again. This is Damon Kirtan, senior journalist from XR Today, bringing you the latest and greatest from the VR, AR, and XR industry. And today for our next guest, we have on Veronica Ovalho. She is the senior, the CEO and founder of Didimo. So it's a pleasure to see you again. Um, it's been a while since we've been at the, um, the IGS 2022. That was in Miami, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, so thank you so much, you know, Damon, for, for the interview. Super happy to be doing it today. Yeah, likewise. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, so yeah, we're going to kick it off for today. We will talk about your Populate <clears throat> solution and uh, what it entails for the gaming industry. So can you start us off a little bit by talking about what it is and what does it aim to accomplish? So it's, it's super exciting. We spent about uh, two months uh, talking to creative directors and producers and game directors. And we figured out that uh, actually creating NPCs at scale or creating a ton of characters for uh, populating virtual worlds is, is very time consuming and expensive. So we created a software or a solution that allows you know game studios to define how they want their virtual worlds or their games to be. So imagine they want to create the diversity of New York. So they can define all the properties of how they want the ethnicities or the type of characters that they will want to have, and we can automatically generate them. On top of that, you know, the artists, which are always center of attention uh, when you're developing a game, um, they can create all the outfits and all the makeups and all the garments and hats and glasses. And they only needed to create it once. And then we can automatically asset fit it to all the other digital characters that are being created. So we save them a lot, a lot of, you know, time and therefore costs. You know, we reduce their budget uh, tremendously. Um, and then there is a very technical key feature that we have, which this is for the techie people. We can um, save a lot of budget in memory in their GPUs. So imagine that you have 1,000 characters. That would be 1,000 geometries, 1,000 textures. All that is very expensive when you want to render it on screen. So we can you know, decrease the number of calls that you do. So instead of doing 1,000, you just do one. So that's how much we can optimize, you know, the memory usage when you create NPCs. So suddenly you can have, you know, tons and tons of characters on screen at the same time. Yeah, and this is a very interesting technology that, you know, I wanted to highlight for a lot of people because this is what allows people to scale up metaverse solutions or XR solutions, because uh, we've been speaking with Improbable and uh, a few other companies, uh, Ready Player Me as well. And the technologies behind creating these experiences are very, very important. And they involve a lot of processing, uh, simultaneous interactions that have to be with zero or near zero latency. So um, yeah, salute you guys over at um, Didimo for that, because it's a very, very tricky uh, problem to try to solve. Now, for you, I was going to ask you a little bit about artificial intelligence. Um, how does AI empower the solution? And what do you expect it to accomplish um, for like future things that you want to do with gaming technologies? So that's an excellent question. So we've actually been using AI for 
many, many years. So for us, it's not something really new. So now a lot of people is talking about generative AI. We create our technology using a lot of machine learning or other AI algorithms, computer graphics and computer visions. And we use it in mainly for two things. One is to be able to create any type of synthetic character. So once you define and you say, I want um, a population like New York with a diversity of people that is in New York, and we can create people that doesn't exist. So we create, we use our AI uh, algorithms from a subset of um, data. We can create millions of unique characters. So that's one. And then the other one is we can create any type of creature. So we have extended the usage of our Populate software, not just for digital humans um, that, uh, that are photorealistic, but also if they want to be cartoon or if a new species or a new creature needs to be created. So for example, we're working with a AAA game and they need to have orcs and then they will want to have elves. So we will use, they will give us the style they want, of the characters to be, and then we can create a database of elves that they will be unique one after the other one that we create. So that's how powerful um, artificial intelligence is, is becoming, you know, for us. It's kind of like the engine that create these infinite unique uh, NPCs, we want to call them. Absolutely, absolutely. And anyone that's played World of Warcraft or the new Diablo is out now. So people are focusing on those types of um, like um, MMORPG, I think that's the way you pronounce it, games. Yes, yes, There's a lot of action, yes, a lot of activity absolutely. taking place at once. So we'll yes. definitely be seeing Didemo on, the, on like uh, titles like that and similar. So yes. very nice. Um, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you a little bit about um, you as an end user for Unity and Epic Games. So um, I if I'm not mistaken, uh, your platform leverages them both. Is that correct? Yeah, so we're completely yeah, so platform agnostic. So the output file that can come out from our software can be then ingested into either a custom engine or inside the Unity engine or inside the Unreal engine or, or a web player. So pretty much we, we don't really care the, the engine where you would put the, the assets on. Um, another important um, element is that we adapt to the quality of the game studio. So if the game studios are using, for instance, LOD ones, like super high quality digital humans, um, then we will output that quality. Um, and if they're working more on a cartoon type of style with less polygons on the face, then we will adapt to that style as well and, and that quality. So we're engine agnostic and maybe I can say quality agnostic, you know? So, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Um, there was one thing I wanted to ask you about. So we talk about having all of these different types of technologies, these different tools. Um, working together to create these experiences for gamers. Um, is there any kind of specific thing that um, developers need to do to port their avatars onto the solutions, like, or to, you know, for users, for example, to put their avatars in these solutions? Like, what is the process for that? So that's an excellent question. So we work directly with game studios. So once they decide that they want to use our Populate software, there are two ways they can do it. 
either they use out of the box our specifications and by their specifications i mean the geometry and the textures and their rigging system so they can use out of the box hours and all they need to do is define the parameters like they say i want i don't know imagine that they want to build a basketball team so they say i want a basketball team with um uh, caucasian um you know southeast asian people whatever they can define how they want it and then suddenly they will say, now I want, you know, um, 10 different basketball teams. So they can define 10 different basketball teams with different properties. And off they go, you know, they will be able to output the, the different um, uh, basketball teams that they have created. That's option one. And they will use our geometry, rig and textures. And another option is they can provide us with the style of the game they have. They can provide us with their mesh, their rig, and their um, texturing system. We will set that up in our software, and then we will deliver a version of the software with the specifications they have created. So all the characters will come out with their specifications. So we can fit in their pipeline uh, very easily. So they don't need to, you know, any, any sophistication into how they will import or output um, the assets. And we make sure that all the assets that we can output, they are production ready. So everything has been automatically uh, artistically validated. Yeah. yeah, this is wonderful stuff. And like me being a gamer as well, you know, I've, I've spoken to guests who were about music. So I like to talk about music, but also I'm a massive gamer. So I like how these technologies are helping the gaming industry. Um, now for you, um, I was going to ask you a little bit, what were some of the problems that many of these developers had that your system decided to resolve? Like you said, okay, I'm going to look at what's happening in the industry. Um, what are some of the challenges of it? And here's what we're going to do to resolve those challenges. So I guess maybe giving an example so would really be very useful. So let's imagine that if you're playing Skyrim or if you're playing GTA, at the end of the day, all the characters after you play for a few hours, they all look the same. You can detect who they are by looking from their back, you know, uh, and all the characters look the same. So even for creating those very few different characters, the artists and the developers need to implement a system that allows the combination of all the outfits and all the garments, and they need to manually define and deform the face and the body. So they have to create all those variations um, in a, in a manual or semi-automatic way. So, and then that's really painful uh, and, and boring at the end of the day. So what we have come to solve is exactly that problem. So the, in this case, they don't need to worry about, okay, uh, how can I get, can I, how can I get instead of 25 different characters, 10,000 different characters. And they just define the descriptions of how they want to look them. It's like blue eyes, dark eyes, you know, beer, no beer, whatever. And then, they can create them. And then on top of that, they only need to upload the library of assets like hairs, beers, uh, outfits once, and then they can randomly create all the combinations um, or they can just go one by one and, and outfit it. Uh, like if you were going to like a virtual try on and experimenting with garments. So we pretty much automated and took the pain of creating that character editor um that over and over each game studio needs to develop for for each title right because each title is at the end of the day is unique 
So reusing technology ends up being difficult. So we wanted to take that pain out. So they can, uh, the artists can actually use their resources to create those very unique characters and, you know, do very perfect assets at once. And, and, and then we asset fit it. Brilliant, brilliant. And um, yeah, and for our audiences, we like to speak about um, things like serious gaming technology. So these are what's underneath the hood of all the games that you play or underneath all of the interfaces for, um, you know, metaverse platforms like Fortnite, um, Roblox, Decentraland, things of that nature. So there's a lot of computer um, computing power that needs to go into that, process all of the different characters, so that way there's no stutters, jitters, or anything when you're on using a headset, and that way that you can have a seamless experience at scale, no matter how many people enter that specific metaverse experience. They can yeah. all experience it simultaneously, just like you would in real life. Except yeah. you're an orc yeah. or you're, a, you know, you're um, an elf or you know any of the characters that you choose to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. The, the memory optimization becomes a very key um, feature. So if you're on headset, we can you know multiply the number of characters that you can have on that headset. If you're playing on a PlayStation or on, on a PC, we can create thousands and thousands on screen unique characters. That's the beauty of it. That they're all all different. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Maybe thoughts on the Apple Vision Pro, maybe where the gaming industry is going, uh, maybe the Microsoft Activision deal, whatever you'd like. Well, I mean, those are all, I mean, I wish I would have like kind of like a crystal ball, you know, and understand where they will go. Maybe I think the Vision Pro of Apple, I think it's a uh, um, it's exciting to see that a company like Apple is bringing to a market a new headset, you know, uh, HoloLens. It's, uh, it's you know, it's the, the origins, I would say. Um, I would love to see that killer app that would actually encourage everyone to move into using um, uh, the Vision Pro headset because when that killer app comes in, and I think the market will start really adopting it. I've been, in, you know, researching and developing in VR for more than 15 years, and it's kind of like that eternal promise, right? And and I think hopefully someone one day wakes up and has the resources to build that application that everyone would like to enjoy and use, and that's when, you know, Vision Pro or Simulars will really, really kick off. Kind of like what happened, you know, with Roblox, Minecraft, uh, Fortnite. You know, they become. Uh, so big because the the people want to use it, uh, and I do hope one day you know people will see the software that we're developing with Populate as the fundamental element in every game studio. They don't have to think again about oh gosh another character editor that I need to build, and they will just by default you know say oh let's Populate we can use it we don't need to worry about that any longer. So I guess that would be my like my big dream. And, and help everyone have their own digital identity. That will be the next step, right? Once once we we provide Populate for game studios, then the next element, the next step, natural step would be you'll have an in-game editor, and you know us gamers, you know content uh, creators could upload our own content and adapt to that game style of that game. I think that would be amazing. So so that's what I'm looking forward to in the next few months. Brilliant. Excellent commentary. And thanks so much. Yes. Once again, everyone, we've been yes. speaking to 
uh, Veronica Olvaro. She is the CEO and founder of Didimo. And they are making some amazing, you know, solutions that are helping to improve gaming performance, um, you know, avatar development and world building. So it's a pleasure to, uh, to chat about this, me being an avid gamer as well, but also for the future of the metaverse and the extended reality. So um, once again, uh, my name is Simon Kirtan, Senior Journalist from XR Today. If you'd like to follow more updates like this, please join us at the XR News hashtag on Twitter or LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, that's going to be pretty much it for everyone. Uh, thanks so much for joining today and until next time. <laughs>